back to send them off. This is number 20. It's the end of the road. We've finally done it. Um, when I say we, I am, of course, on about myself, Sam. And joining me, as always, is my ever-present podcasting partner, Alex. Are you tired? Uh, I am. I, I, I feel like, you know, you know when you, like, breathe out? It's like a, yeah. uh, a set where you're, we're at the end now. Yeah, and if, I it loved it. Feels, though, to be fair. I've enjoyed it, but it, yeah. it feels like we said this. I don't know how many episodes ago, but it feels like ages ago when we started yeah. with City. With City like it does yeah. feel. It feels like another season ago, but yeah. Anyway, you know the drill. So yeah. what we got with us for the final, the, the final, final one. Yeah, the last one. Uh, preseason preview. It's Watford today. Uh, one of the Premier League's new boys, and we're delighted to be joined by Bradley, the host of Trip Down Vicarage Road podcast. Bradley, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you. No, really, really happy to be. I just hope this isn't gonna this isn't gonna be an early warning sign of where Watford might finish this season. <laughs> well, uh, the last one. <laughs> the last one. <laughs> yeah, uh, fingers popping, crossed. Popping up the pack. Fingers crossed. Um, I feel like we should start with some sign-ins. Um, there's been it's been a busy window for you guys. I was gonna um, say quite a, a lot quite of a busy transfer window. and a lot of Premier League know-how brought in. I'm looking particularly at Danny Rose and Josh King. A lot of Premier League know-how. Um, could could come in clutch for you. Yeah, I think as well as that, I think there's a lot of players with points to prove as well. You mentioned Danny Rose there. He's been out in the picture at Spurs for, for 18 months. You know, one of the main reasons why he joined was, I think he said in his interview just afterwards, that Gino Pozzo, Watford's owner, said to him he wants to be the, the person that gets him back on the map in the Premier League. So, you know, he's been out the picture for, for 18 months. Has done reasonably well in pre-season. Fully expect him to be Watford's first choice left back this season. You mentioned Josh King there as well, who's um, obviously done really well for Bournemouth at this level. Always had a habit of scoring against Watford, funnily enough. So hoping he'll actually might score some for us this season rather than against us. But he's someone who's also got a point to prove as well, considering, you know, done really well at Bournemouth. Didn't get the big move that he wanted. Made to play in the Championship. Didn't really perform because his head wasn't in it. Got his move to Everton, didn't really get a chance there as well. As well as that, you've got someone like Emmanuel Dennis, who arrives at Watford with something of a bad reputation, considering he, he scored a couple against Real Madrid in the Champions League a few years ago. Then last season, he got kicked out of the club he was with in Belgium because it, someone was uh, someone had occupied his seat on the coach and he threw a hissy fit and then got farmed out on loan to uh, a team in Germany. He didn't really play there. So he arrives at Watford with lots of potential, but Again, a point to prove. And then as well as that, there's there's plenty of other signings that Watford have made. Uh, some some younger ones that we probably won't see too much of this season. And then you've got someone like Imran Luzer, who I imagine will be a, a key part of our midfield this season. And someone who's technically not a, not a new signing, but will feel like a new signing to Watford as well, is uh, a young uh, Colombian midfielder called Chicho Hernandez, who's been on Watford's books for about three years now, but been farmed out and loaned to, to Spain done really well for, for Huesca who, uh, and, and so much so that apparently the likes of Barcelona were, were tracking him, was back up on loan in the Liga last season, had a decent-ish season and come back and um, looked really, really promising in pre-season. So expecting him to be around things uh, this season for, for Watford as well. Yeah, um, pretty. Op- you sound optimistic. He does, doesn't he? He sounds, sounds quite upbeat <laughs> about it. Because we've chatted to... We've, yeah, we've chatted to every team now. Um, and Chris, who we chatted to, the Norwich, our Norwich representative, he was also very, very optimistic. And I, I think there's like something 
Something in the war, they're down in the championship yeah, with us, isn't it? A lot, a lot of the media, <laughs> perhaps, are writing off, particularly Norwich, but also Watford, I think. Um, I mean, I'll level with you. We're doing our predictions later. You're in my bottom three. <laughs> I'll level I don't with blame you. you. Um, I, I haven't I haven't sort of gone either way yet with Watford. I, I'm going to see what you say first. Yeah, Bradley, this is your chance now. <laughs> yeah, this is your chance. You've got to sway me now. Like quarter of an hour or so, <laughs> you can get yourselves out of this bottom three. This is my time to shine, is it? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I suppose, though, I look at I look at your side and you've got, you've obviously got the cycling goalkeeper, uh, who we all, we all love. But uh, yeah, he, he's obviously going to be invaluable in the in the in the dressing room. I think more than anything because you've got um, yeah. is it is it Dan, Daniel Bachman? Yeah, Bachman. That's the one. Yes, that's the one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, so he impressed me in the championship last year. Will Hughes as well. I know there's been uh, speculation about him getting a move, but if you keep him, uh, he could potentially be a decent looking Premier League player. Yeah, I think the big thing with Will Hughes is if at the moment, and it seems very much like he's he's out of the door. He's been banished to the under-23s, not been pictured once in pre-season. Nothing has been made of him. Um, he played in our under-23s against St Albans the other week. Um, it's a shame to see him go, really. And another one who's potentially on the, on potentially going out as well as Nathaniel Chalabar as well. So if we lose Hughes and Chalabar, that's two of our midfield three who, who were starters for us really last season that are out the door. I know we're looking to potentially bring in another midfielder um, like some Morton Forsby has been linked. Akai Kuzla, who was on loan at West Brom last season. Um, Marvellous Nakambu, the, the Aston Villa player, has been linked to us today as well. So it seems like another midfielder will arrive and will probably be a replacement for Will Hughes, who unfortunately looks like he's out the door, rejected a five-year deal with Watford. It would have probably made him one of the highest-paid players at the club, but I think what's been a massive turn off for him is I think there was talk of a potential relegation clause being put in there and I think from Watford's point of view it's quite sensible because last year our club pretty much said our chairman Scott Duxbury pretty much said that if we didn't make it up back up at the first time of asking then Watford might have been in serial financial trouble so and I think they, they were saying as well we can't obviously our main aim is to stay in the Premier League but we can't be stupid enough to think that we we might not go back down again, and we need to we need to prepare accordingly and fit wages into a in a reasonably sort of good wage bracket, so that the worst case does happen, then we're able to we're not under pressure to sell key assets really in case we go back down again. I think the player is going to be so key for us this season is Ismail Assar because his pace. You know, he's he's real fawn for sides, a fullback's nightmare, really good finisher as well. If he can work on his crossing and, and improve his accuracy there, then he'll be a complete, complete player. And there's no there's no surprise that Watford are potentially looking to try and get fifty million out of someone for, for him. Yeah. One one question I want to ask is about, you know, you're talking about like the wage packet and the, you know, the experience and things. And we were sort of talking about Ben Foster and, you know, mm. obviously Danny Rose will probably command quite a fee as well mm. uh, in terms of wages. But what about Tom Cleverley? Where do you stand on Tom Cleverley? Because he's someone who I, I almost forgot existed, I'll be honest with you. And I, I didn't really see him play well when I tuned into Watford last season, you know, because, you know, we, we spoke, as we mentioned many times mm. on the podcast, we're Swan. Fans and we tune in now and again, and I, I didn't really see Tom Cleverley play an awful lot when I watched him. So mm, where do you stand on where do you stand on Mr. Cleverley? A really consistent performer for Watford. I mean, he's never one that's going to play every single game because it always seems to pick up niggly injuries throughout that season. Throughout the season, because 
he's at that age or he's at this, the start of his 30s. So he's not going to be one that's going to be able to play week in, week out. He's probably going to have a few injuries here and there that are going to keep him out for a few weeks. But he's someone that he's played in a few different positions for Watford since he's joined. He's played more of a box-to-box. He's played as a number 10, which he's actually played really well at, considering he's, he's really tenacious in terms of his, his pressing, has lots of, lots of energy. I mean, he'll run about all day for you. And in terms of effort and grafting and someone you can always rely on to put in a solid performance, Tom Cleverley is your man because he'll always give you a seven out, six or seven out of ten every week. You know what you're going to get. You're going to get loads of, loads of hard work, lots of pressure, lots of running about, trying to put himself about, trying to make himself free. Decent passer of the ball. Not quite someone like an Etienne Kapu we had before who could be that deep line playmaker and could spring spray balls left, right and centre. But as you say, someone that is a, is a real, probably a real key influence in the dressing room, one of the older heads, certainly if Mr. Deeney doesn't play as, as much this season, which probably considering the fact that he didn't play an awful lot towards the end of last year for injuries and Watford showed that perhaps they don't need to rely on Troy so much, which is something that a lot of fans have perhaps wanted for some time. But he, he's someone who's a real captain figure, uh, Tom Cleverley for, for Watford. So someone you, you, you want in and around the squad probably in the Premier League, maybe not someone who, who can be starting every day because he maybe doesn't have the, the quality, you know, for, as he once did when he was at Manchester United, but someone you definitely want to have around the squad. And when he does play, and I certainly will expect him to start a fair few games for Watford this season, someone you can always kind of rely upon to perform. And as things stand at the minute, I would expect him to play as the more advanced sort of midfielder in our, our four-three-three, and really trying to to be that that one who's kind of leading the midfielders to to press for us. Mm. Yeah, um, interesting. I mean, I I was the same to be fair. I'll, um, I've completely forgotten Tom exi- Tom Cleverly exists. Yeah, I, he was one um, of them ones I just totally. I thought yeah. he dropped off the face of the earth at one point. Yeah. But, um, uh, one thing I'm noticing looking at your stats from last season, um, 30 goals conceded in a 46 game season. That's pretty decent. Um, Very good. And I know your coach came out today and said his focus is clean sheets. Mm. Um, that seems to be very much your focus going into the season. And I mean, if you can, if you can back that up with players like Emmanuel Dennis, you know, coming and Ismail Assar, who was, I mean, how you kept him last year, <laughs> I will never know. Yeah, I know. Um, Same you know, here. I, as Swansea fans, we all talked about Andre Ayew uh, last year and the year before, not being a championship player in the slightest. But I think Ismail Assar is, is cut from the same rug, really. Yeah. Um, outstanding whenever I watched him last year. I mean, he went from dismantling Liverpool, like the Premier that's, League champion. That's the game that I always think back yeah. about, Star. It was it was that game. And did he not score a hat-trick in that game? Two, I think. Scored a oh, double, scored, yeah. Yeah, a brace. So there we are. But yeah, he dismantled them and, you know, you hung on, on to him. So, yeah, that says a lot about the uh, project really that's going on there. Yeah, definitely. He, he, his pace is so frightening. And I think what you were saying there with our defence, I think what I'm expecting from Watford this season is to try and soak up pressure, look to kind of sit back, probably let teams have the ball. And then when we do have it, we're going to want to try and break with pace, whether that's Saar and Semmer on the, the, the flanks, whether it's Saar and Chiche Hernandez or whether it's, Saar and Josh King and Jao Pedro whenever he's back fit. So fully expecting Watford to be a real counter-attacking team this season because they've got the pace to do it. Whether they've got enough goals is, is, is another question. Hopefully we do. 
but there's still a lot of question marks surrounding how many, um, what sort of potential or how many goals we can score this season. But going back to Sark, absolutely a real threat can score goals for anywhere. Good penalty taker too. So, you know, I've, I've put him in my fantasy team. So I'd recommend anyone who's <laughs> any, anyone who kind of wants a cheap midfielder or a, or a cheap winger to, to put in their team, then I think Ismail Lassar's your man, really. will be key for Watford this season. Expect him to get a lot of goals. 13 last season, our player of the season. Expect him to get plenty of assists, really. Look, I expect us to try and hit, hit him as quickly as possible, get him running in behind, and hopefully, fingers crossed, or have plenty of men in the box for him to, to aim for. And hopefully not Andre Gray, who will probably... Lash lash one over 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 into the cemetery or into Watford <laughs> Hospital. Uh, tell you what, I might have to take you up on that. With I was going to say the same football. thing. Yeah, I, might, I, I almost wish you didn't say it that. with Sam because yeah. Sam's Sam's a lot better fancy than I am. He'll, <laughs> Me and I have a long-standing rivalry in yeah. fantasy football. You have to join our league, Bradley. You have to join yes. our league. Um, interestingly, though, what you said about not being able to score goals and how you doubt that a lot of the time on these these season previews, we've gone. I'm not sure if this is a squad that will survive about not necessarily Watford, about I, I mean, we said about Burnley, I think we did Al yeah. and, and Newcastle, but are there, are there squads worse than this? And I'm looking at your attack now and I'm looking at Dennis and Sam. Even, even the midfield like, yeah, as well. Josh yeah. King. Yeah. And I'm thinking there are attacks in this league that are, Far worse. Far worse. Burnley, yeah. I can't see scoring as many goals as Watford this year. Well, have a look. Because you mentioned your top scorer last season was um, Ishmael Assar, 13 goals, but you had 63 goals. Mm. So, you know, how many is that? 50 other goals coming from other places in the team. So I, I don't think, you know, goals are a, a big concern because obviously Watford can find the goal and not just through the top goal scorer. Do you know what I mean? So I look at teams, you know, we mentioned Burnley, Newcastle, and I think, yeah, I, th- I think they'd be a little bit worse off you, than. Uh, yeah, you could well be in with it. You are starting to convince me now. You start. Mm-hmm. I'm, starting, <laughs> See? I'm coming around the idea that Watford might stay up. Who knows? And even looking so. at the f- first five as well. I know we'll probably get onto yeah. that later, but yeah. first five, there's some, there's some pretty winnable games. Yeah, yeah exactly. Vill- Villa um, have got obviously Villa got no Greedish, obviously because he's gone. I think they they've got no Buendia this weekend. They've got no. Um, uh, Leon Bailey, uh, they've got a couple of others out injured as well. So I think it's among their new signings. I think it's only Danny Ings and mm. Ashley Young who probably bang a free kick against us now. <laughs> um, but it's, it's only it's only them two of their new signings that will probably start. So I'm a lot more optimistic going into that first game. For us, we've not got too many injuries as well. I think someone as well who's going to be key to our tech attack. He's gone under the radar a bit. Jao Pedro, really exciting mm. for us. Um, didn't didn't look out of place in the championship last season. He's one of those where he can. He, he was at times he was on a completely different wavelength to some of the players around him because he was doing things that you know if the top players in the Premier League were doing, it would be replayed over and over again. I mean, I don't know if you saw his goal against Derby County last season away from home, picked the ball up edge of the area. Just took took a took a look up and just cold it straight into the top corner. Um, he's someone that can quite versatile as well. He played as a as our lead striker at times. Also played out wide. Also played as a number ten for us as well. And we had quite a few injuries. So there's definitely goals in there if we can if we can get people into the right position, as you say. There's lots of question marks considering you know the likes of King and 
you know, Dennis are coming here with a bit of a point to prove and haven't set the world alight over the last 18 months. But if Watford can get them back to anywhere near kind of their best and what they've shown they can do in the past, then we can score goals. I think at the minute, my main area of concern is the midfield. I, I wonder if at the minute, if, if we do lose both Hughes and Chalabar and whoever we bring in, um, I wonder whether at the minute, whether if it looks like Hughes and Chalabar out the door, I wonder whether our midfield may be slightly at risk of getting overrun because at the minute, it, it would seem like our, at the minute, our, our, our midfield free for next weekend, I would hazard a guess would be something like Dan Gosling, Tom Cleverley and uh, Imran Luza. Um, I think Dan Gosling's done all right for Watford, scored some, came up, popped up with a couple of key goals last season. Whether he should be starting for a Premier League side is, is another question, someone you want to have around the squad. So if we do lose Hughes and Chalaba, then I think we definitely definitely need to bring in another midfielder. And I suppose the midfield is the, is the one key concern for us at the minute. I've completely forgotten as well Peter Etebo. So actually... Scratch that. I, I would imagine Atebo would start instead of um, Dan Gosling, maybe for us. Who's Atebo? Another one who arrives something of a point to prove. Watford have tried to sign him three times in the past. He's turned them down, gone elsewhere. Um, come here, he's done okay at Stoke. Sort of, I have question marks surrounding his his attitude and mentality about you know when 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 the teams are losing, whether he can step up and perform. Was that been out on loan the last couple of? years but in pre-season is quite impressive for Watford so the minute you'd I'd probably change that and say a Tebo cleverly and, and loser will be our, our starting three next weekend but hopefully we'll bring in another midfielder or two if, if Hughes and Chalaba leave. Fingers crossed Um I don't know about, about you but I see it as a sort of season of I feel like I'll get a better idea of Watford about five or six games in and I'll be like I was going to say by Christmas then, yeah and I think I'll either be yeah, they're down. Oh, I, I don't if know. The, if the manager's still nice. here, it's a bonus. Yeah, your boy are wacky, aren't they? They just sat in, didn't they? I love it. It's always, it's, I just, it must <laughs> be a nightmare. <laughs> they are, though. It must be a nightmare being a Watford fan. You just wake up, you have a 4 0 win the day, after, the day before, and your manager's gone or something like that. Yeah, Kike yeah, Sanchez Flores has come back for the third time. Yeah. Is, that... <laughs> is, it, is yeah. it the third time? Well, not well. He's been back twice already, and hopefully, oh, hopefully, hopefully, it won't be for for round three. Oh, right, how, I see. Yeah, how that round two went last time, but um, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's never boring being a Watford fan. Put it that way, because if we're uh, if we're not changing our manager, we're either completely ripping up the script and uh, performing against the big boys, or we're getting smashed eight 0 by Man City. So, <laughs> but there's no in between. One of the two. One of the two. Um, <laughs> Just quickly before, because before we go, because we are running out of time. Alex, is it time? Is it time? For the last time. For the, the last, last time. time. Um, I always ask two questions before we go. Firstly, um, where do you think you're going to finish this year? Are you willing to risk a prediction? Uh, my heart says 16th. My head says the bottom three. But I'm going to go with my heart and say we're going to stay up and we'll, we'll finish about 16th. And then we'll kick on, hopefully. And Zisco Munoz will prove everyone wrong and also prove Watford fans wrong a bit as well because quite a little bit of a split opinion amongst the, the Watford fan base about him at the minute. And there's two kind of camps of Watford fans at the minute. Some that are really optimistic, which I think I'm, I'm in the camp of, about, you know, whatever happens this season is going to happen, but fingers crossed we'll stay up. 
and there's the other camp which was that we're we're just walking straight back to the championship so hopefully fingers crossed we can get off to a good start as you mentioned our first few games are quite promising in terms of who we play against if we can get to the end of October with 10-15 points on the board before we play the big boys in November I'll be happy Mm, I think you've got to go into a season with an element of optimism. Of, yeah, you, know, you, you can't go in and say, well, if we get relegated. Unless you're Derby uh, Company, maybe. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, last question. Who is your man to watch star player? So for anybody listening who's not a Watford fan, who is your one to keep an eye on this season? It's quite obvious choice, I think, is Myla Sarr. I think he's going to be fundamental to our chances of staying up. He's that one real attacker who is who could play for a top ten Premier League side if he wanted, and I fully expect if he plays what if he has a really good season again this year, if he gets 10, 10 goals something like that, I fully expect one of the teams in in the top six or top eight to come calling and and try and take him off our hands, and you know if we could get fifty million quid for him, which I think is the is the uh, is the is the asking price, probably oh, be, crazy. be a good deal. And what we'll, a world. we'll take it and, what uh, a and world. hopefully invest it. And well, we'll so, see. There obvious we choice is Myla Saar. So that, that is our last pre-season it's, preview. It's come it's actually, to an end. It's actually come to an it's, end. Bradley, thank you so, so much. Thank you very much, Matt. Tonight. It's been thank a pleasure you. chatting about Watford. I feel like I've learned as well. I say that. I say that a few I feel, times. I feel like he's learned and I feel like he's converted yeah. as well. A little I have. Bit. You know what? They might stay up. I'm I'm saying might. I'll take that. Might. I'll take that. They might. Um, <laughs> but who knows? Uh, once again, thank you, Bradley. Would you like a couple of moments just to tell people where they can find your podcast, your social media, where they can find you? Yeah, no worries at all. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's been a pleasure. Um, my no podcast worries. at Vic, uh, Dan Vicarage Road. Uh, you can find on Twitter at Vicarage Road Pod. I'm also on Twitter as well at Bradley Hayden Eleven. So if you've got any Watford-related questions that you want to ask or any any fantasy teams picks that you you need some help with and fire fire me your questions about any anything Watford related. Oh, me and Alex are going to be. I was going to say, yeah, uh, we? <laughs> we're going to be sorry you said that, mate. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you once again for joining us, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure, Alex. We've done it. Twenty done, teams. Mate. Twenty teams. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I I can't. Mate. It'd be good to be, you know, going back to the once a week. Yeah, I think thing. it will. I'm not fair. gonna lie, I'm, I'm but I, I will, I will miss doing it, you know. But yeah. it's done, it's done. Thank yeah. you all very much for listening. Yeah, we'll if, be back. Can I just whenever. say, if someone, if there's anyone out there who's listened to all twenty, if of these, you've listened to all, message mental. us. Yeah, message us. We'll send you a mug. No, we don't want to send you a mug. We, we can't afford it. We haven't got a mug. <laughs> oh yeah, we have. Yeah, but there's there's something new coming soon. Sam's yeah, quite excited got, about it. I'm quite excited about it. Lots of new stuff dropping this. This year, so until then, until I've always wanted to say that until then, then. on that bombshell. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening. We're we're gonna have to go because we'll drag it out for hours otherwise. Yeah, go on, Sam. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Podcast. Yes, that's the cast, isn't it? Instagram, Um, Twitter, Twitter is at Pod. and you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, wherever you want. We'll be there. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time for the brand new season. So thank you. Ta-ra. See you later, guys. Oh.